He's in the room. He's in your room today. He's in this room. He was in the upper room. He's in the hospital room. He's in the waiting room. He's in the college room. He's in the school room. Come on. When you lose your way, he's in that room. When you lose someone, he's in that room. He's in the room today. He was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. If you're going through the fire today, come on, tell your neighbor right there, the fourth be with you. He's in the room. When you pray, he says, go into the room. Why does he say go into the room? Because he's in the room. He's in the room today. He's in the room whenever she leaves you with three kids or he leaves you with five kids. He's still in that room. Whatever room you're in today, I want to let you know he's in that room. I don't like my spouse room. He's in that room. Your little girl wants to be a little boy or a little cat or a little witch. I want to let you know he's in that room. He wants to bring his identity into every one of us. Our goal is to be like him. He's in that room. If you're feeling overwhelmed today, lean into him, make room because he's in that room. Whenever they brought Jesus in, there was no room in the, in the motel or the hotel, but they made room for him in the manger. Somebody say, make some room. He wants you to make room today. He's in the NICU room. I remember when Radine and I and my daughter and Topher and my daughter had just had twins and uh, all of a sudden, you know, three, four days later, things just go south. And before you know it, their life flighted over to Spokane and we're in the NICU and I asked the nurse, I says, hey, I, I need to anoint my twins. You got any oil around this place? And they started scurrying all over the place. They got some kind of an ointment from somewhere, huh, Radine? And we just anointed them. The, the doctor was asked, where are you pastor at? And all of a sudden, I want to let you know right now, all of a sudden, all of a sudden in the NICU room, he was in the room. He's in the room today because when Jesus walks in the room, Yolan, can you help me for just a minute? Where are you at, Yolan? Come on. I, I, you know, why should I sing when somebody else can sing? I want to let you know when he walks into your room, everything begins to change. Go ahead. Tell him right now. Tell him what Thank happens. You, Lord. So when you walk into the room, everything changes. Darkness starts to tremble at the light that you bring and when you walk into the room every heart starts burning and nothing matters more than just to sit here at your feet and worship you Heather and Derek would you stand up for a moment this morning, I, I came to comprehension out of sleep, and all of a sudden, I heard, I heard it was for you guys. I heard that it's finished. I heard finished. I heard that he's the finisher. There's some things that's not been finished, but I feel like Jesus is coming to finish some things in your life. There's, a, there's some healings that's going to be finished. There's some things in business that's going to be finished. He says, he says I'm your finisher. I'm, I'm your finisher. He says, I'm your finisher. Heather, I'm your finisher. Derek, I'm your finisher. When I walk
walk into your room. I'm in your room. I'm going to finish the things that I begin. And he gave me this scripture, Philippians 1, 6. He says, being confident of this very thing, that he who begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Listen, Derek and Heather, he started it, and because he started it, he's going to finish it. It's not going to be you that finish it. He's able to finish all the things that you've started, all the things that he begun, he's going to finish it in your life. He says, I'm the finisher in your life. I'm the finisher in your family. I'm the finisher in the health. I'm the, he, he said, I'm the it is finished, he says today, it is finished because I'm the finisher. I don't know what all that means. Do you? Amen. God bless you. He's the finisher. If you're brokenhearted today, he's in that room. The Bible says the Lord is near to those who are brokenhearted. If you're in the dark darkest moment of your life, overwhelmed, I want to let you know he's in that room. I felt like the Lord began to speak to me this week about, and the last couple of weeks that, yeah, I want you to preach this because people are going through all kinds of things. You need to remind them no matter what they're faced with, he's in that room. The Bible says in Genesis 1-2, the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Whatever you may be, whatever depression, whatever darkness you may be going through, I want to let you know that he's in your room today. Frozen in fear, bondage to fear. It's amazing what fear, that's why there's 122,000 phobias, because the devil, you know, however you want to name it, it's all one thing. It's a spirit of fear. And Jesus wants to take care of that. All of a sudden, the disciples, they go and lock. Think about this. They walk with Jesus three and a half years. And now the disciples, they lock themselves in a room because of the Pharisees. This is what it says in, in John 20, verses 19. And it goes on to say, all of a sudden, Jesus, he walks through the walls. Come on, somebody say Jesus is in the room. He's in the room. He says, peace be with you. And he breathed upon them the Holy Spirit. Some of you need the breath of the Holy Spirit on your life today. Some of you are in the panic room. He's in the room. Some of you are in the anxiety room. He's in that room. Some of you in the bipolar room. He's in that room. Some of you in the schizophrenic room. Whatever room you're in today, I want to let you know that he's in that room and he's able to heal you. He's able to deliver you. All of a sudden, you possessed by a demon. That's no sweat off of Jesus. He'll cast it out. He'll set you free he's the one that liberates us, the spirit of truth. Elijah, his servant, all of a sudden he peeks out the tent and he's frozen in fear. He's like, master, master, what must we do? Surrounded with people. Elijah, he says, do not fear. He puts his hand upon it prays for his eyes. And he says, hey, 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 I want you to look in our room because there's more in our room than there is in their room. There's more on you. There's more for you. There's more in your room. He's in your room today, church. David was outaged. He was outexperienced, outsized, outtrained, outarmed against jungle breath Goliath. And he goes and he says, you know what? 
I will rock you. Because the rock is in my room. Some of you need to hear that today. Whatever you're faced with, it's not too big for Jesus. He's in the room. He was in the room. All of a sudden, there was a little dead girl. And the Bible says in Matthew 9, 24, he said to them, make room. Sometimes you just got to make room. Make room for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. Look what they did. They ridiculed him. And guess what he did? He raised her from the dead. Somebody say, he's in the room. He's in the room today. If you're in the room and chemo is dripping in your vein, I want to let you know he's in your room. All of a sudden you're getting radiated. That cancer is being nuked. He's in that room too. Whatever you're faced with, he's in the room. In the ICU, he's in the room. In the trauma, he's in the room. Hebrews 13, 5 says, for he himself, he himself, he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That leave is depart. No matter what you're faced with today, he's not going to de depart from you. He says, I, I won't forsake you. That forsake is abandon or desert you or leave you in dire straits. Somebody, somebody in this room, your, 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 your parents left you, your, your dad left you, or she left you, or he left you, but there's one that will never leave you. His name is Jesus. He's in your room, and he promises that he'll never leave you. He's not going to depart from you. He's not going to forsake you. He's in the room. He's in the room when the doctor doesn't give you the greatest report. I, 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 I've been in those rooms right there, man, all of a sudden. But you got to remember, lean into him. He's in the room. Loneliness. I tell you what, if somebody battles loneliness, it's this time of year. Thanksgiving, Christmas, weather changes. Son, where did you go? That son. You feeling me? dealing with loneliness. I want to let you know today, he's in that room. He's in the room if you're confused today. Mary and Martha was confused because they knew Jesus. He, he was friends with them, and all of a sudden, Lazarus is dead. And, hey, Jesus, if you would have just been here, you would have... But he's in the room. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. Though he may die, he will live. And he said, Lazarus, rise up. I'm in the room. He's in the room, whatever you're faced with today in your life. He's in the room of, of your trouble. The Bible says he's a very present help in trouble. If your trouble is too big for you, guess what? It's not too big for him. He's in the room. He's in the room, whatever you're faced with, dire straits, back against the wall. Come on, somebody. He's in the room. Somebody needs to hear this today. You need to remember that he's in the room. Everything going on in society today, like never before, from wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and everything and, you know, identity theft and you name it. You need to remember that he's in your room today. He's in the room. Going through the flood of your life, he's in that room. Going through the wilderness, he's in that room. Going through the fire, he's in that room. In a deserted place, he's in that room. The day when you're done, you're like, J.O., I'm done. I'm throwing in the towel, suicidal, hopeless, like Elijah sitting under the tree. God, go ahead and take me. I'd rather, I'd rather die. He's in that room. 
The Bible says that he's the God of hope. He wants to put hope in your heart once again and remind you that you've got a future. He's got a plan. He's got dreams for your life. You need to remember that he's in your room no matter what you're faced with. In the, in the cave, you don't pull the blanket over your head. You're in the darkest moment of your life. I want to let you know a seed will stay a seed unless you plant that seed into darkness. It's amazing what God will do in a season of darkness. Joseph for 17 years was faced with darkness. But if you watch it, Jesus was always with him. And all of a sudden, you know, sold into slavery, in, 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 in the pit. And before you know it, he's in the palace. 17 years. 17 years. He was going through it. He went through it until the word of God that was over his life came to pass. 17 years. Then he became the governor. He was in the room the whole time. He was in the room no matter what you face. You say, J.O., Christians, can they ever feel, you know, really feel that way dark and, you know, depressed and lonely and, and, and just, you know, like in a cave and, and hopeless? You, you better believe it. And if you're not lying in the room, you'll agree with me because I've been there myself. You lose, think about your family members you lost. I lost my mom and dad, my sister, and I, all this. I got, I got born again on December the 7th, 1986. There was a reason why I got born again during that time. Come on, somebody. He's there for you. He wants to remind you that whatever you're faced with today, he's in the room. Self-destruction, self-hatred, cutting yourself. All of a sudden, you attach something to God that happened to you. Oh, your, your, your parents rejected you. Oh, obviously God rejects me. No, he doesn't. He's in your room today. False accusation. One of the worst things that's ever happened in my life. I've had probably many false accusations, but three that stands out to me. Three that was devastating false accusations. And I, I thank God that he was in my room. Because all three of those people came to me, confessed and apologized for false accusations. Some of you had some false accusations against you. I want to let you know that he's in that room. He's in that room to deliver you and to save you and to set your name free. Come on, somebody. The Bible says, you see, you, you attach false accusations to a man or a woman. And yeah, yeah, the enemy uses them like a puppet. But ultimately, it's the enemy behind false accusations. Listen to what the Bible says in Revelations 12, 10. It says, And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation, the power, and the kingdom of God and the authority of our Christ has come for the accuser. Somebody say accuser. That word is categorio. And that word means, that accuser means Satan. Satan is the accuser of the brethren. He wants you to attach it to a person. And yeah, he uses puppets. Yeah, he uses people to speak through. But I want to let you know at the end of the day, the accuser of the brother, the one that accused you is Satan. He wants to take you out. He wants to distract you. He wants, he wants to absolutely take all the hope, joy, peace, everything out of your heart. And one of the greatest ways that he does that is false, false accusations. And it goes on to say, the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down. 
who accuses them day and night before God. The accuser. If you're in the room of failure tonight, nothing will separate you from the love of Christ, which is in Christ Jesus. Nothing will separate you from God, his love, which is in Christ Jesus. If you're in the room of failure today, you feel like a failure, I want to let you know that he's in that room. Maybe this past week, you fell flat on your face back into addiction. You're like Noah, drunk and naked. Maybe crystal meth or fentanyl, whatever your thing is. I asked the dude one time, why do you do fentanyl? You know, it's deadly. He says, it's cheap and it works. Well, I'm going to tell you, ultimately, it will destroy your life. You know that. I'm preaching to the choir. But though you may have fell right back on your face, I want to let you know that God's there to catch you because he's in that room. I say it this way. If you're going to fall, fall forward. Fall right back into his, his arms. One day you're walking on water and the next day you're drowning. He's in that room. One day you're on top of the mountain and the next day you're down in the valley of the shadow of death. He's in that room. Wherever you're at today, all of a sudden you lose your temper like Moses. Murder someone. Don't don't go murder somebody, but Moses did. Now listen to me. He's in that room. Gideon's shaking in his boots. He's in that room. Do you know what he told Moses and Gideon? Both of them, if you look it up, study it. He told Moses and Gideon, two insecure guys. He says, Hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. You need to know I'll be in your voice, Moses, man, Moses, I'm with you. Oh, I can't talk. I'm with you, Moses. I'll be with you, Gideon. And guess what? He says the same thing about you today. He's in your room. He's with you. He's going to be with you. If God before you, who can be against you? Come on, somebody. He's with you today. Make your bed in hell. He's there. Sin, all of a sudden, some of you had sin pile up. You haven't dealt with it. It's piled up. It's jacked you up. It's racked you up. It's stacked up. And all of a sudden, you live under a a spirit of condemnation. That can be broken today. Jesus didn't come to condemn. He come to save. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. He's in that room of condemnation today to set you free. All you got to do is step in, receive forgiveness, and all of a sudden you're in the room of forgiveness. He's in that room. He's in that room to set you free today. One of the greatest lies, I'm going to tell you a secret right now. One of the greatest lies the devil wants to feed you, he's the liar and he's the father of lies, the, the, number one, the number one lie that he feeds Christians is that you've done something or you don't feel him or you're not experiencing him and therefore God doesn't love you. If he can get you to buy the lie that God does not love you any longer, you'll be a Christian. You'll make your way into heaven, but you're not going to be very fruitful here on earth. He wants you to be fruitful. The way that you can be fruitful is be locked in knowing that the Father loves you. That's the biggest lie. If he can buy, if he can get you to buy that hook right there, that somehow that God doesn't love you, that's a lie. I want to read to you to break that. I'm believing that God's going to break strongholds in this room today. The problem with getting older is that strongholds, as you get older, if you don't deal with them, they get stronger. A stronghold is a house of thoughts. You thought wrong for so long, all of a sudden you thought this way, you thought this way, you thought this way, and now you're captivated by a house of thoughts 
And the enemy during a weak moment sabotages you and you get in a vicious cycle and you can't get out of it. And one of the reasons is because you don't think God loves you. He's coming to rip down strongholds today. He's coming to demolish them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He wants you to know that he loves you. Tell your neighbor right there, he loves you. Tell, tell, no, 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 go with me. Say, hey, hey, say, he loves you real good. I don't care if it's a dude next to you. Go ahead, go ahead and tell him. Go ahead and tell him. You're the best thing since sliced bread. Since, since, hey, 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 since sourdough sliced bread. With that lemon stuff on it that they make down there at the, at the breakfast. What's the name of that breakfast place? The, what is it? The garnet. That stuff they put on that toast at the garnet. Come on. He loves you more than that. Some of you being transformed today in your thinking because you bought the lie that God doesn't love you. Some, somewhere down the line, you connected the love of God with some person who's let you down or rejected you or whatever it is. It's being torn down today in the name of Jesus. You're going to be free. You're going to be set free because God wants to use you to love others and you got to receive his love. You got to be free in that area in order to be all that he wants you to be. Listen to the scripture. Let this just go, just sila. Just, let, just soak this in. Sponge this in right now. It says this in Romans 8, 35 through 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Question mark. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness? It, it, if you got some nakedness going on, we need, we, need to, we need to talk. We got some clothes out there marking the heart for you. Come on, somebody. Or peril or sword, as it is written, for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Let me keep on. For I'm persuaded. Some of you got to get a persuasion on. You got to get swayed. You got to get persuaded today in your thinking and in your heart that God loves me. That God loves you. That you are settled. You are hooked. Ain't no, nothing going to separate you from the love of Christ Jesus. You need it. Paul was persuaded. Come on, somebody say persuaded. Tell your neighbor right there. Get persuaded. For I'm persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor principalities, wow. Principalities. Sometimes it's there, there, but it won't come out of there. It's, it's the 11-11. I did this already twice. <laughs> nor powers, nor things present or things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing, look, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow. J.O., I'm going through cancer. He loves you. He's in the room. 
Jay, I'm going through a divorce. Hey, he loves you. He's in the room. J.O., you don't even know the addiction I've been bound in for 17 years. He loves you. He's in the room. J.O., you don't even know. Man, I can't even keep a job. He loves you. He's in the room. J.O., you don't know my past. You don't know my DNA. You don't know. He loves you. He's in the room. He loves you really good. Don't listen to the lies of the devil any longer. God loves you. He loves you so much. He died for you. He's in the room. And then all of a sudden, the hemorrhaging stops. Because he's in the room. All of a sudden, the cancer report comes back clean. Because he's in the room. You were going to get divorced. But now he's restored you. Your marriage is like, wow, we just got married yesterday. A honeymoon again because he restores you. Because he's in the room. And all of a sudden your health is restored because he's in the room. And you're like, man, I haven't had peace. I'm a Christian, spirit-filled, come on, water baptized, but I haven't had peace in forever. And he's in the room and all of a sudden the shalom is upon you. And, 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 and you're like, wow. Because he's in the room. And your finances are changed. You're like, wow, he really is the provider because he's in the room. He turns it all around today. He turns it around in your life today because he's in the room. He gives you this thing called V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. 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 V-I-C-T. Y'all know what that spells? We celebrate, we celebrate, we celebrate, we celebrate victory. C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E, that's what we do today. C-E-L-A-B-R-A-T-E, we celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. C-E-L-A-B-R-A-T-E. Are you with me, white folk? Come on, somebody. 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 C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E. You got a little soul? C-E-L-A-B-R-A-T-E, we celebrate, celebrate. Okay, I'm going to celebrate by myself. Then I'll just celebrate. C-E-L-E-B. I'm going to celebrate. You celebrate on that bass? Give me some bass then. Pump that bass out. C-E-L-E-B-A-T-E. C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E. Come on, come on. C-E-L-E-B-R-A. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E. Oh, yeah. C-E-L-E-B-R-A-T-E. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. C-E-L-E-B-R. We celebrate the love of God. C-E-L-A-B-R-A-T-E. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. C-E-L-A-B-R-A-T-E. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. If you forget everything else today, if you forget everything else today, stay standing. He's in the room. He's in your room. What room are you in today? He's in that room. Whatever you're faced with, I think we need to go back into that song just for a moment. Can we do that? Can I just remind you that he's in your room today? Come on, let's go back into the song right there. Let's listen. Hey, hey, he's in the room. He's in this room. He's in that room. He's in, this, he's in the room today. He's in the room today.